This year during National Health Center Week, we are highlighting all of the incredible ways health centers are innovators in community health. Whether it's through developing new strategies to cultivate and sustain the primary care workforce, or developing lasting partnerships to address social determinants of health, health centers are reaching beyond the walls of conventional medicine to address the needs of their communities. I'm Alex Harris. I work in the Grassroots Advocacy Department at NAC, and today we're focusing on innovations in health center workforce, looking at some of the innovative ways health centers are helping to cultivate and foster the nurses, doctors, therapists, dentists, and countless other healthcare staff that are so essential to providing primary and preventive health care. I'm really excited today to be talking to Pam McManus, President and CEO at Peak Vista Community Health Centers as well as Marjorie Nolene, Vice President of Communication at Peak Vista, about their education health initiative, which is something they've developed um, in their very own Pikes Peak region of Colorado. So I'm here with Pam McManus um, and Marjorie Nolene, who work at Peak Vista Community Health Centers in Colorado. And um, I'm really excited to hear a little bit about what you guys have going on in terms of your workforce innovations at your health center. Um, so let's get started with you, Pam. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Peak Vista um, and what you know, where you serve in Colorado, what some of your 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 biggest challenges are, um, some of your goals? Hi, Alex. This is Pam, and I've been with Peak Vista nearly 25 years, and have been honored to serve as the CEO for the past five years. We serve seven counties in Colorado. And through that service, we take care of nearly 84,000 patients through 26 different health center sites. So can you tell us a little bit about your education health initiative and how it came about? I was able to talk to Marjorie and learn a little bit about some of the programs you guys have developed. But I would love to hear about uh, what really stuck with you, Pam, and, and as to why it was so important that you guys um, went so far as to even change your mission statement to reflect how much of a priority uh, education health was. Um, so we provide primary medical, dental, and behavior health services. And recognizing that with the workforce shortage, that was truly going to be our access barrier in the future. And so I was so impressed with our board of directors, really, how to be innovative, how to be part of the solution. And so we actually didn't change our mission statement. We expanded it because the care for the primary care and the dental and behavior health still is priority and, and we want to do the best that we can with that. However, by expanding it, we're recognizing that we're also looking at a new area of how to be part of the solution for the community. Wonderful. Thanks. And, and so now, you know, I know you guys have um, an advanced practice registered nurse fellowship and a family medicine residency. And can you tell us um, a little bit about those programs um, and, and sort of, you know, how they're structured and, and how they really um, contribute to your expanded mission statement? Peak Vista's advanced practice registered nurse fellowship, um, we call it the APRN for short. It's a one-year program for recently graduated nurse practitioners, and the goal is to seamlessly transition from an academic to a clinical setting. The fellowship combines mentorship, problem-based learning, and hands-on clinical experience. 
So our first class of five APRN fellows is expected to graduate on August 12th, the Friday during National Health Center Week. That's great. And, and so why did you guys choose National Health Center Week um, as, as the sort of point in time to graduate this, this class of APRN? Well, Alex, this is Marjorie, and I can speak to that because I'm highly involved in planning for um, the activities we do here at the Health Center for National Health Center Week. Um, we thought it was a very good opportunity, knowing that this year's theme was innovation and that it was our first um, graduating cohort of the EHI initiative. Um, we just thought it was very, very fitting to tie it into that. The timing was perfect, and really, um, innovation has been such an important part of how we're able to deliver care to um, the community and have been since PFIS has started. So it just really felt like an organic fit to that week. Um, and it's just wonderful because that's something where the, the class will graduate around this time every year. So it was something I think we can, we can hopefully interlace uh, moving forward too. So it's just a really good fit. And I'd love to hear sort of what your long-term goals are, what your vision is for uh, the Education Health Initiative and, of course, uh, the APRN program. You know, what do you see down the road and, and what are the implications for your workforce programs beyond the health center and the, the current patient population you serve? So kind of in looking at that, Thinking about our family medicine residency program, it's a three-year osteopathic primary care residency program. And so our first class started this, this month, July 5th, with eight resident physicians. And these primary care doctors will perform rotations throughout various Vista primary health centers, local hospitals, and specialty practices. And Alex, one of the things that I'd like to share about these eight residents is that having a chance to meet them, they're incredibly enthusiastic and just energized physicians that are ready to serve the community. Um, their passion is incredible. And so I think that's one of the unique things about our program is that it's not just a training program. It's a training program that really emphasizes access to care for those with access barriers. And so I, this program is designed to be ongoing. And so, in fact, the first, um, this program being the Educational Health Initiative. So in addition to these inaugural classes that we're celebrating currently, we're definitely looking at five new nurse practitioners starting in September for the following year. and. Um, we're already accepting applications for residents for um, next year as well. That's so great to hear. And, and so, you know, you guys have decided to to really make this one of your priorities. And and what sort of why do you believe that health centers um, generally are are really in a unique position to be able to address some of um, the health needs in their communities, in particular, some of these workforce needs that you guys are focusing on. I would say one of the main reasons is because of the community partnerships. And whether we're talking about the local hospitals or the specialists in our area, everyone has to come to the table to say, how can we make this community um, really part of the solution again? Um, and, and I think Peak Vista Community Health Center, community being in our name, we're about the community. And I think that's what makes 
FQHCs unique in this situation is that we're really about the community. So, so Pam and Marjorie, just to sort of wrap things up, I want to hear, you know, personally from both of you, can you tell us why you are health center advocates, you know, and why you are celebrating health centers during National Health Center Week this year? Um, I'm a healthcare advocate, and I have been for many, many, many years. Um, I've been a patient, and I've been a friend, a neighbor who's helped and talked about healthcare with, um, you know, challenges and trying to navigate uh, the healthcare system. It's incredibly complicated, and my background's been in communications and in marketing, and when I had the opportunity to come to Peak Vista, I could marry my professional background and expertise with my personal passion and advocacy for people um, having access to care, and it's just been a beautiful mix for me to be able to do what I can do every day and, and be here for individuals and families um, who, need, who need assistance in getting those barriers um, addressed. So. It's something I'm incredibly passionate about, and I feel fortunate to be able to, to work in a FQHC. Um, so it's just it's a very natural fit for me. So. For me, being an advocate is a, it's actually a privilege. I think about people really reaching their potential, and, and health centers are a way of improving people's lives by giving them tools and opportunities to really excel in areas and not be burdened down with areas that um, you know just make it difficult for them to move forward. For me, healthcare is about making the community healthier and each one of us making a difference for each other. And so being a healthcare advocate is easy in that we really do make a difference and we really see the people's lives changed for the better because of what we do. Wonderful. Well, thank thank you both so much. And, and, uh, and I'll just kind of leave it open if, if, you know, there's something else you guys want to share or you feel like we didn't cover that you want to be included in the podcast, um, we can go ahead and do that now. Um, well, I would like to do a shout-out for, for our board of directors and and being part of an FQHC, the board of directors is local. Um, and we have over 51% of our board are patients, just like the other FQs. But I think it's that design and that setup that really allowed us to take this innovative step and to really meet the needs of the community. So I just would like to do a shout out for our board of directors for being innovative and bold. Mm-hmm.